0: Cosmetic Podcast.
1: This podcast amplifies the topics you want to hear about.
0: Cosmetic means being a person or thing that gives rise to something that is dynamic or energizing.
1: Globally minded and locally focused. I'm Roger Gross. I'm Keith Benson.
0: So today we are talking about does your beginning determine your end and why zip code matters.
1: Zip code matters.
0: Zip code matters. So this whole idea that depending on where you were born or where you were raised really weighs heavily um, in how successful you are as an adult.
1: Yeah, so there's one study out there that showed that a baby that was born in the zip code in the French quarters in New Orleans uh-huh. has a life expectancy of 55 years.
0: 55 years old.
1: That's not That's not.
0: That is not very long at all. That's you right now. Almost okay then.
1: In twenty years,
0: we'll see. There you go.
1: A few miles away, though, a baby is born in a different zip code, and their life expectancy is eighty years.
0: That is almost a thirty-year swing. That that's that's insane.
1: Yeah, and so I grew up in the um, in Portsmouth, Virginia, Mm -hmm. and um, my zip code that I grew up in two three seven zero four P Town. You know something about that? No,
0: P Town. Only people from Portsmouth say that.
1: Yes, P Town. Um, but so you take 10 years there of my life, and then when, man, when I switched to 23321 Chesapeake, Virginia, yeah. life changed. Okay. And so I went from a community that was surrounded by, it was, was in the projects. Yep. Um, Dale's Home, uh, one of the few projects that's still left standing in uh, in Portsmouth, Virginia. Yep. And then we moved to Dunedin in Chesapeake, Virginia. And man, when you talk about life changing, I went from a predominantly uh, African-American community to a predominantly white community. And that was the first time that I was introduced to the N-word. Wow. And wow. I didn't know how to handle that.
0: I, I mean, I could imagine that could be... Um, Jolting. So what happened? What was different for you in, in your life in those when you made that zip code change?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you go through this process of, again, going through a predominantly uh, African-American school mm-hmm. and seeing teachers who look like you right. and encouraging you to go into a community where, man— in the whole school, you only have but a few people that look like you. Yeah, and you know that because you all hang around it. Um, to, all, the, together. it all together, all together. You clump, huh? Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, I went to uh, when we moved out to um, to Chesapeake, Virginia. Uh, the quality, I believe, in the education, I think, changed. Huh. And, uh, and and it, I will say the quality in the education, I felt shifted in comparison to the care for me shifted.
0: Oh, so for some of the things that you gained, you felt like you lost some things when you changed zip codes.
1: Exactly. Ah, exactly.
0: well, you know... <laughs> Um, A Harvard economist named Nathaniel Hendren in the New York Times kind of supports your experience. And he talked about the potential for climbing the income ladder in the United States is really dependent upon your hometown, upon the access that you have when you grow where you grow up really does matter, you know. I spent my entire childhood uh, in Brooklyn, in in a low income space, and I will tell you that, you know, many of the people that I were around, they didn't finish high school, they didn't really have aspirations to go to college, you know what they considered successful and what I consider successful now are, are two different things and you really do kind of feel like is there something wrong with me when you have this different ideology and, and this different idea of what success looks like but there were definitely things that I didn't have access to in my childhood um, that my kids by far um, that's just the norm for them
1: and what, what do you think was the biggest difference there
0: Uh, money. Like the the biggest difference was money. So, you know, in certain zip codes where you have choice in the grocery stores you go to. You have choices in what kind of health professionals you see. You have choices in whether or not you'll see a specialist for something that you may be experiencing. You have choices in what kind of extracurricular activities you participate in, right? Or do your parents send you not only to that extracurricular activity, but on top of that, get you private coaches and private tutors so that you really can excel. Um, You know, when you live in certain zip codes and that's not your reality, you don't you don't get access to that and it puts you behind the eight ball it it really helps some children excel and be better at certain things than other kids not because one kid is better than the other it's just that one kid didn't have access
1: Right, you know, people think health is a is a personal choice, also, but right. you know, not entirely. Yeah. Um, been talking to uh, Dr. Maddock um, with Texas A and M um, School of Public Health. You know, he says that health is a multi uh, factor, um, and so it depends on genetics. It depends on behavior, and that uh, behavior is greatly affected by someone's environment. And so, growing up in uh, certain communities. Mm-hmm. Um, the health access is not as easy so you don't have you know primary you know folks who are uninsured there don't have direct access to primary care they have to go to you know a general uh, place to be able to get get care and so they're not spending that time that they need with their doctor to be able to ask those those different questions and in a lot of cases is you know they uh, kind of ashamed in some ways Mm. to ask different questions or don't know what questions they know they're hurting i hurt here but you know it's that second or third additional question that's really needed to find out what's going on yeah and it's not just accepting the first medicine that they may put out to them
0: right or if the doctor you know suggests that you do certain things or eat certain foods and you don't have access to those foods or you can't afford to buy those foods I know my my uh, mom and dad are both from north and South Carolina and so growing up um you know health care was definitely a challenge for our family and so I I remember many a times with home remedies for for stuff I you know I don't know what the long-term outcome of Vicks on your chest is because I had a lot of that as well, a kid did, I you a castor,
1: did you had a cast did you had a oil? we had
0: castor oil we drank mineral oil I drank stuff that so, didn't have a label on the bottle I don't know
1: what I was so drinking. how does castor work for the ear and for a cold
0: well, it's it's a multi dimensional approach. <laughs> it, it is it is what we had in the cabinet, and sometimes you just had to trick them babies into thinking they get better.
1: Right, right. I mean, I'd have meant a, a, drinking some yeah. plenty of time drinking some cast off. I
0: don't really know. <laughs> I know one thing. I didn't feel better, but it took my mind off my sickness because it was so nasty, exactly. and I had to just deal with that. Yeah.
1: I mean, when you yeah. talk about the natural environment, think about you know one who is you know raised up in Texas versus Minnesota. Yeah. You you know, so in Texas right now, you know, we're crying about, you know, the little 50, 55 degrees, and, you know, we got on chilly. our winter jackets out here. But chilly. in Minnesota, you know, they, you know, matter of fact, uh, got a report negative 5 the other day when it was 70 degrees wow. here and when you think about from an exercise standpoint yep. Yep. you know at a minimum in Texas you can just get outside and just walk regardless what environment you may right. be in but when you grow up in an environment like uh, Minnesota and then you also maybe in a low income area you don't have access to a place to be able to go exercise or just be active and move around I yeah. mean that makes a big difference it
0: does make a difference I mean also think about you know the, the quality of life in certain areas so m- my job children having been born and raised in Texas, it's nothing for them to just run outside their front door and just run around, no shoes on, play in the grass, just run up and down the block. Well, you know, I I wasn't really afforded that opportunity. Like there were sometimes I didn't go outside or couldn't go outside because things would be going on, or you have to go out the door and down the stairs and through the building. Like just going outside and running and being a kid um, wasn't always that easy, uh, depending right. on where you grew up. And then think about kids who are in really rural areas who who may live on farms or something. I mean they really get to just go out and run around and explore uh, and 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 be different based on the the zip code that they're they were going
1: into right so in um 23704 in portsmouth mm-hmm. gunfire was nothing but a thing right you heard that at night pop 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 that was a norm yeah and then when i moved to three two three three two one uh-huh. in chesapeake it was dead silence so mm-hmm. for fun at 23704 i mm-hmm. We were outside playing hide and go seek, running around, playing uh, flag football. Not flag. I'm sorry because we didn't have anything to pull. You just uh, play hot potato. You throw the ball up in the air oh. and you catch it, and you gotta run through everybody kinda, just to just that to score. kind
0: of violent. Yeah. Oh.
1: But then when I moved to two, three, three, two, one, guess what?
0: Y'all had flags.
1: No, we didn't have flags. <laughs> but it was me and my brother played one on one touch football. Oh, okay. Now, can you imagine that? I'm saying I'm I'm the center and the quarterback oh. and the running back. Well. And so I say, down, sit, hut, hut. And threw the ball to yourself? I threw the ball to myself. So oh. I had to throw it in such a way and run it and catch the ball by myself.
0: You Hold on. You threw the ball to yourself? Threw
1: the ball to myself. So <laughs> I went from this environment of well. what was, a quote, unquote, supposed to be tough, rough, and bad. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. To this environment that is... Nobody's outside playing.
0: Wow. Well, what, what were the other kids in the neighborhood doing?
1: They were in the house. Doing what? You got uh, you me. You didn't go
0: in their house, huh? I didn't
1: go in the house. I told you when I got to the neighborhood what happened to <laughs> well, me. Well, you did. Yeah. You did. I, and so, I, didn't I go mean, the there's 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 differences when yeah. you talk about going from where some people take some things as a negative. When I grew up in, what my first 10 years in the projects are some of the most memorable, fun times yeah, that I know. Because
0: the thing is, you don't know as a kid that you're in the projects, right? Like, I didn't know we were low income. I just knew that's where we lived, that's where all my friends were. Were, you knew what to do when they got to shooting or some someone was fighting. Like you, you didn't know. You just right. were a kid,
1: right? And then so you know when you think about the YMCA and where our YMCA are located. Yeah, I mean we're located truly in all different Every kind of types community. of communities. Yeah. And so, you know, from a programming standpoint, you know, we get to be able to put in a program like the Y Achievers program. The yeah. Y Achievers program is our career development and college readiness program mm-hmm. where, we be a, where, where we're be we able to give these tools to a young people, the, give these skills to young people in such a way to get them prepared, right. um, get them focused on going to college.
0: That they may not necessarily have access to or those conversations aren't organic in the household because of the zip code. You know, they also have um, early learning academies at some of the YMCAs here in Dallas. Say a little bit
1: more about that. uh,
0: So these early learning academies are focused in neighborhoods where the children are performing below grade level or worse than their counterparts at certain grade levels just because they don't have access to early childhood education. You know, in some instances, these children's first experience with school is kindergarten, whereas their counterparts in other parts of the city and other zip codes that are more affluent, you know, they've been in Montessori's, they've been in early learning centers since they were one or two years old. They've mastered certain things that these kids are just trying to pick up. And so the YMCA going in and being nimble enough to kind of even the playing field, so mm-hmm, to speak, and mm-hmm. offer these kinds of opportunities is really a great thing.
1: Yeah. And so one of the things that we got to do as, as, uh, as individuals is that we got to be able to help change the narrative. And uh, so, some yeah. of this is that We may have to get involved with policy, you know, so Mm -hmm. what is happening in your local community? What is happening in your state? How do you give a voice to this? And so when you think about I think about um, South Oak Cliff uh, High School Mm -hmm. and the young people there, they were tired of their school looking the way that it was. And so these these students gathered together and they did a walkout. And put these demands in such a place is that, hey, we need to be educated in a different environment. In
0: a in a healthy environment. And that new school, the new iteration of South Oak yes. Cliff is amazing. Yes. It is a very nice yes. school. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the other role that we can play um, is kind of being the gatekeeper, right? Like being the place where people can convene, you know, being the organization that, that you know, advocates for unheard populations and saying, hold up, you know. No, this may not fare well in this community or have you thought about or did you talk to her here let's just offer this neutral space so that you know folks can listen to one another
1: well man this has been great talking about this yep. um, we got to go out and uh, make a change so thank you for listening to Cosmetic.
0: where our conversations are
1: global globally minded and locally focused
0: check us out at www.ymcadallas.org slash and
1: as always stay dynamic stay engaged stay cosmetic.